Well, good evening, and uh, it's another Wednesday night, 8 p.m., or thereabouts, Central Time. My name is Tony. I'm uh, Motoroy on XJTalk.com, and this is uh, Jeep Cherokee XJ Talk. <laughs> this is Jeep Cherokee XJTalk.com show. Just messing around with the uh, audio settings. Hopefully, everything's sounding all right. Um, for some reason, there was several changes. And nobody else uses this computer but me, so I don't know why it was uh, different. Hopefully I've got it set back and everything sounds like it normally does, which uh, hopefully is good. Anyway, we have an uh, interview, a pre-recorded interview with Mark, Payless 4 by from XJTalk.com. And we'll be playing that here shortly after we cover a few uh, odds and ends. We'll get the show started in just a moment. XJTalk.com show is brought to you by Jeepin Outfitters. From tow rigs to trail rigs to daily drivers, we'll get you outfitted. See all of what Jeeping Outfitters has to offer at JeepinOutfitters.com or call 972-221-5286. XJTalk.com. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. Hey, how would you like to advertise on XJ Talk Talk Show and reach a worldwide Jeep audience? Just send an email to advertise at xjtalk.com for more information. Do you have questions or comments that you would like played on the air? We've set up voicemail just for that purpose. All you have to do is call 530-675-4102. Just leave your name, your location, and your question or comment. Chances are good it'll get played on the air. That number again is 530-675-4102. We look forward to hearing from you today. 
Hello, this is Kurt, a.k.a. Weldman from Wisconsin. If you're looking to get some great information or share what you know about your XJ, and you need to see some pictures of other XJs to get some great ideas or how-tos, this is the place. We come from all over the world, so you might even make a few great friends. You won't find a better group of people to chat with. And best of all, we don't judge you for your ride. So stock or super modified, you are always welcome here. So look no further. XJTalk.com the place you need to be. So sign up, sign in, and have some fun. Okay, guys, well, <clears throat> that's uh, that's our filler for the uh, first few minutes there. Well, I don't know if you guys uh, heard or not, but um, not uh, certainly not Jeep-related, but interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard or not, but a few days ago, uh, Osama bin Laden was uh, captured and killed. So uh, looks like... Um, that, um, God, what do you think? A couple of trillion dollars that we spent to go out and uh, rid the world of uh, the terrorists that took down the Twin Towers. Money well spent, only 10 years. No, I'm glad uh, because uh, so long uh, the nation, uh, the United States uh, as a nation, has uh, let uh, criminals just uh, pretty much go and do what they want to do as long as they weren't in the United States. And I guess to a large degree, even if they were in the United States, um, there was people getting away with stuff, it, it, and it continues to happen. Uh, our system isn't perfect, but it's probably better than any other system that's out there. Uh, maybe not as gratifying. You know, the uh, eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth can be, uh, I guess, a little more gratifying at times. Unless it's uh, your eye or tooth that was uh, taken away from you uh, without due process and you actually didn't do the crime. So, like I say, it, it just really depends. It's the best uh, best system we have so far. I'm sure it'll get better over time uh, as technology improves. But uh, anyway, they got Bin Laden. And I don't know if you guys have been following the uh, tech news or not, but uh, kind of interesting development with uh, Skype, a, a service that we use here to take, uh, take phone calls. Uh, I guess technically it wouldn't be a phone call, but calls that would be like uh, a telephone call. Uh, Skype that allows you to do voice, voice, voice over IP. I was trying to decide between voice over IP and, or saying uh, VOIP. Anyway, uh, it allows you to do voice over IP, which is across the Internet. And uh, Microsoft bought Skype. Um, what was it? Uh, I guess they announced it today, yesterday. They bought Skype for $8.5 billion dollars. Billion with a B, not with an M, because that would be million. Eight point five billion. You know, it amazes me how many billions of dollars are being made on the internet, and why I haven't either thought of a good idea or followed through on a good idea. I just keep playing with stuff like uh, like this show and my uh, uh, Jeep website and. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to come up and offer me a, a billion dollars for xjtalk.com. It could happen, I suppose. Uh, just have to get a lot more, uh, a lot more people. Uh, maybe I'll do a, a free Jeep XJ giveaway if I get if the site gets built uh, gets uh, bought for a billion dollars. Uh, how's that? I bet you I could buy a bunch of uh, Jeep XJs and uh, outfit them and give them away and still have uh, several hundred million dollars left over. That would be pretty cool. Uh, we'd have a mandatory uh, get-together in, you know, like the center of the United States or my house probably every year. 
everybody would have to show up. So this is, uh, let's see, just looking over here in the chat room. What do we have going on here? Uh, we got uh, hooked on XJs. We've got uh, Jeep 4x4 Hunter. I think Jeep 4x4 Hunter is new. And we've got Argonard, which is Rini. And uh, welcome, guys. Uh, Scott was in here earlier. Uh, maybe he got in trouble and uh, had to go uh, do something for his wife. but uh, Or maybe he's in here as a guest. But I did see him in here earlier. But uh, thanks for showing up, guys. Uh, yeah, I was thinking uh, Jeep 4x400 that says, I'm new. I posted on the wall uh, wanting to know, to know the link. And... Um, uh, on Facebook and uh, I had told him what the link was and what the show time was and glad you could show up um, the uh, yeah Mark is actually we recorded the interview uh, last Friday um, Mark was here but uh, he said that he didn't have speakers for his PC and I, I thought he was kidding he said he was hoping it was going to be closed captioned <laughs> and it's it's enough just to get this much of it done much less uh, <laughs> closed caption so i think when he found that he wasn't going to be able to uh to hear the show uh he uh he checked out so anyway um don't have a lot of people in to ask questions Rini, what's up with you you've been doing anything interesting Rini had asked in the uh, in the chat room, "Is Mark going to be live?" And uh, <laughs> Rini says that he's working on the heap. Well, you know, at least you're not having to work on yours like uh, Patrick uh, PCR Jeep is having to work on his. In fact, I don't know that. Uh, oh wow, uh, we're actually in a big drought here in Texas. And I think that uh, we're actually getting some rain, uh, according to Rini. Rini's up around Conroe, which is about, um, God, what is it, 20 miles north of Houston. Um, so that's pretty good that you're getting actually getting rain up there. You know, yesterday, uh, we, uh, uh, not yesterday, I heard on the news earlier that we may be getting some severe weather. I know, I know, they promised us before. And it didn't happen, but uh, that's that's what I saw on uh, on the the news there about what about thirty forty five minutes ago. They're getting all kinds of bad weather in the uh, in the central states, eastern states, and uh, unusually we haven't been getting any here. So it's uh, it's kind of weird, but uh, I guess those weather weather patterns happen. It's all because of Al Gore. We're being punished if. Uh, if we hadn't have given Al Gore the uh, Pulitzer, Pulitzer, no, is it a Pulitzer? No, the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it must have been the Peace Prize. I don't remember. He got an award for uh, an inconvenient truth. And apparently it was so inconvenient, they decided to make up the data. <laughs> so as I stated earlier, uh, Mark uh, Payless Forby is uh, going to be our guest tonight. The interview was pre-recorded. It's about a 30-minute interview, and uh, we're going to play that. It'll uh, let you get to know Mark a little better. It will also uh, let you get to know um, Payless 4x4, which is a, uh, a vendor of XJTalk.com. And they are in California, but they will 
they have a lot of uh, things that they can get and send nationwide. So uh, perhaps even worldwide. I guess it really just depends on how much you're willing to pay for shipping. Because we all know how bad shipping is these days, especially with gas prices. Oh, I, I did po- post a, uh, uh, something earlier about gas prices. It seems that there's been a huge drop in the, um, the price of a barrel of oil. It has dropped below $100 a barrel. I think it got down to around $97 and then went back up a little bit. Apparently, they, they halted trading uh, on, uh, on oil because it was dropping so quickly. And, um, you know, I didn't believe that it was, um, I didn't believe that it was high. I'm sorry, I didn't believe that it was, I, I believed it was artificially high. And uh, it, uh, it seems to have been, at least by the drop. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. And uh, Rini was asking me if I could turn on the links. Uh, Rini, actually, uh, I made you a moderator, so you have the ability to do that. If you see that little gear next to the little uh, stick figure or a little uh, cartoon image of a person, if you click on that gear, then you can uh, turn the links on and off, allow links or not allow links. And if you start seeing people post up things, which we don't have a bunch of people here, but if you start seeing a bunch of people uh, posting links, you can uh, turn those off. Generally what I do, if I'm a moderator uh, on uh, another Ustream show, I'll uh, uh, allow the links, put in the links that I'm going to post in the chat room, and then turn them back off. Uh, because uh, uh, people will try to jump in there and, and, and start putting up uh, links to different various things that take away from the um, takes, takes away from the show. Okay, well without further ado, let's get the interview with Mark uh, going here. Again, this is Mark Payless 4x with uh, Payless 4x4 and uh, he works for a company that is a vendor for XJTalk.com. Well, hey Mark, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, it's uh, very nice of you to agree to do an interview with us. Uh, Mark, is a, yeah, Mark is a, a member on XJTalk.com and uh, he goes by uh, Payless 4X or would that be 4x? 4x. Okay. Uh, that would be a nice thing where if we actually had uh, some way of uh, of talking on the site where we could say and understand some of these names, uh, or people would say them, and then I wouldn't have to just guess at them. I always look at that, and I think I've I've always kind of said it in my head: uh, pay less uh, four by four, but it doesn't have the second four. So anyway, uh, again, Mark, thanks for joining us. No problem. Glad to be here. Now you're actually located in uh, in California, correct? Correct. We're in Chico, California. Um, for those of you who just want a quick view of where I'm at, I'm two and a, uh, about two hours north of uh, Sacramento, about three hours hours south of the Oregon border, uh, four hours from the California coast, and about three hours from Reno or the Rubicon, if you'd like to go there. Oh, yeah. I was actually uh, today when I was trying to do my uh, my time zone calculation, so I knew uh, when we were going to be doing this uh, this interview. Uh, I was trying to find a major city because um, Paradise was not on the time zone converter. <laughs> uh, Paradise is not. Um, if you look it up on the internet, you will find it. Yeah. Uh, Paradise is not something you can drive by. You physically have to drive to it, and you have to, you know, make the cutoff and you go to Paradise. You don't just drive through or drive around. Um, the two big freeways here, the 99 and the five. 
Uh, the five is you know, probably 35, 40 miles away from me. The 99, of course, is our closest freeway, two-lane freeway. You saw that in the pictures I posted the other day on my way to work. Beautiful pictures. Um, and uh, basically, you just go up a street we call Skyway, and it takes you up into paradise. Uh, from Chico uh, to where I live, of course, uh, is about a 2,200-foot climb. Uh, at the base of Paradise, you're at about anywhere between 16 and 1,800 feet. And there's only three roads into Paradise. <laughs> well, there may be, it may be argued there's only one way to Paradise. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to look at it that way, you're right. There is only one way to Paradise. But, you know, those of us that are Christians look at it, uh, that live in Paradise, look at it this way. You know, we're already in Paradise, so when we die, we don't have to change our zip code. <laughs> I'm sure there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of fun and, and sayings you guys are sick of hearing. And uh, well, let me, uh, by let now, me just just clear this up because everybody always says paradise. But for those of you who want a little historic value to the town, uh, the original name of the town back in the early or late 1800s is Pear O Dice. Ah. Uh, the largest gold nugget ever found, ever on record, uh, was found in the town of Paradise, a little place called Whiskey Flats, 54-pound gold nugget. Oh, in fact, we God. just celebrated, <laughs> just celebrated gold nugget days last weekend. Everybody uh, brought out their gold nugget, right? Uh, no, but you did have a chance to win one if you <laughs> joined the raffle. Uh, you know, we, we do a little parade and whatnot, and, uh. It's just kind of a, it's a small town thing, and, you know, everybody goes out and uh, either, you know, is in the parade or watches the parade. Uh, used to be a joke years ago that, you know, everybody in Paradise was in the parade, so we had to have people from Chico come and <laughs> watch <right>. it. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was Paradise, and uh, Skyway was a uh, basically a mud road, and the only thing on either side was uh, assay offices, whorehouses, and bars. So, that was it. Uh... And the idea was to catch the miners coming down off the mountain before they got down to Chico to get the money. Oh, of course. So there's your history lesson for today. Wow. So paradise found, paradise lost. Or, there you or, go. Or, or vice versa. Uh, many people lost quite a bit up there, I'm, I'm afraid. So now Steve, uh, one of our moderators on XJ Talk uh, 4.3 LXJ, he's somewhere close by, right? Yeah, he's... Um I guess from here you would say he's south of me, probably, I don't know, 20, 20 miles at the most. Oh, that's not that. bad. That's not bad at all. No, no, he comes into town and we, he stops by every once in a while and says hi. Has he, uh, uh, I don't know if he's gotten the flux capacitor yet, uh, but if he has, have you been on any uh, time trips? No, no, and haven't done any time trips with Steve yet. Uh, that could be interesting. <laughs> if you guys aren't familiar, have a look at, uh, at Steve, 4.3 LXJ's Jeep. He's got some some cooling fans uh he's actually got a couple of little little radiators underneath his hood i think for the for the oil and he's got these uh, fans uh, bolted to the top of his hood and I, I told him all he needs is a flux capacitor and uh he could uh you know go go places with that jeep well i tell you it it, it does look strange i'll give you that and oh i like Steve, it i'm not picking on you but um heck of an idea I like it. I think it really, idea. it really looks uh, cool, pardon the pun, for the cooling. But. Yeah. Well, it's it's good for that, but it also pulls that hot air off the motor and out, too. So it, it actually is working more than what uh, you know what it was originally designed to do. Yeah, I think he was originally trying to keep the uh, the uh, rear uh, head gaskets from, <clears throat> from uh, blowing on him. I think it was getting too hot in the back, if I remember correctly. 
Um, you know, I'm not real sure. I know that when he put that 4.3 in there, it caused a lot of different issues uh, as far as heating and, and, uh, and that kind of a thing goes. But um, it's a good run little Jeep now, that's for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of a kind of a bad thing uh, when we start modifying our Jeeps. We do find uh, issues um, that our enthusiasm uh, creates. Mm-hmm. Like I've been having problems with the heat creep uh, on the highway and uh, fighting that issue. So when you start changing the dynamics of your vehicle, it, it could be more challenging. It could be very rewarding, but it also could be uh, more challenging. Well, you have to also keep in mind that and uh, this is a Jeep thing, and, and you know, Payless four-wheel drive, I deal with Jeeps every day, day in and day out. Uh, every single Jeep out there has inherent issues, okay? Uh, Cherokees are known for overheating. That's just the way they are. And uh, my biggest thing, one of the things that I've worked on a lot, is striving to find different ways to keep it cool. Mm-hmm. And and to be able to get it to run cooler, I've got you know spacers on the back of my hood. Uh, I've got a four inch deck plate cut in the center of the hood so that the hot air can escape through there. Um, finally got around just today to uh, wiring uh, wiring my auxiliary fan up the way I wanted it, um, so it runs all the time. Um, the biggest thing on those things, especially uh, the older ones, the Renix era pre HO. Um, would be maintenance, and that's just keeping up on that maintenance. When that little reservoir bottle in the back corner back there, and those of you with Renix Jeeps know what I'm talking about, <laughs> when that thing starts to look like it's going to crack or it turns funny colors, get rid of it. Get a new one. They're not that expensive. Um, I think they run, we sell them here for like 27 28 bucks. Yep, and they can't be very heavy, so the shipping on it wouldn't be that bad. No, no, not at all. The, the overall, you know, I mean, what probably to you, I've shipped a few things down there, I'd probably say eight, nine bucks. They're light. Right. And uh, that little bottle right there can can absolutely destroy your motor, uh, destroy your Jeep, and cause you many, many, many hours of grief uh, if it goes away. Yeah. If, you, uh, if, if it overflows and it just goes on the ground, that means it's not going to go back into your cooling system. And that means you're going to run low on on coolant, and things are going to get hot. It's going to get ugly in a hurry. Yep, and, and we'll and, let the smoke out. And and you bring up an interesting uh, interesting point that uh, that I wanted to make. Uh, I was very surprised. Um, you, you you're pretty low key on the site. I mean, you're in there and mixing it up. But uh, as far as uh, pushing what you do with the company you work for, uh, you really don't uh, go out of your way to I guess bore people with the, with the details. <laughs> and uh, and, and I think that's a bit of a detriment, uh, not necessarily to your company, but the the folks on the site, because uh, just uh, either chatting with uh, with Mark on the phone, or I think we started in uh, on the site about some parts, and he says, "Oh, I can get that," and "Oh, yeah, I can get that." And I'm like, "My God, you can you can get anything," and f- come to find out, that's about probably 99% true. So, well, won't you I tell mean, us a little bit about that, Mark? Okay, here I'll give I'll give you a rundown. Um, Payless four-wheel drive basically is owned by one guy, uh, my boss. Uh, I guess you could call me the general manager. Um, we are a California state certified uh, smog station. We're a gold shield station, which puts us above normal stations. We are listed with the state of California as a hard-to-find parts locator uh, for smog parts. 
Um, we're also the Consumer Assistance Program, the Vroom Program. Both of those are for low-income people who can't afford to have their car smogged. Again, this program takes over and pays it for them so that they can. Um, I have three uh, smog techs. Actually, they're master techs, uh, ASE certified master techs that work out in the shop. Um, we do everything here from uh, fabrication to repair to, um, I mean, just basically anything. As far as parts I can get, uh, I carry in stock carburetors for 1946 Willys with flatheads uh, to, uh, uh, I've got Cherokee fan shrouds here. Um, basically, in my years of working here, I think there's probably been three parts that I have not been able to find, um, and that's encompassing everything uh, from smog parts to Jeep parts to, um, you know, just regular car parts. I mean, if somebody out there in their particular state needs something for their vehicle to get it smogged, you know, give me a call because I probably got it, and if I don't have it, I know where to get it. And it it's pretty, you know, I carry builder parts here too. Uh, I know a lot of the guys out there, you know, uh, have Toyotas on the sideline or they're building this or their friends are building Toyotas. Uh, I'm a trail gear dealer. Uh, I used to be a Rubicon dealer until they went away. Um, basically, I deal with probably close to 30 lift kit companies. Um, all of the, well, I named a few the other day when we were online talking about, um, you know, diff covers. Um, the guys at Rust Stuff are really good friends of mine. Uh, Mike at, uh, um, up there, at, uh, I can't even think of the name of that place now, but, you know, Sky at uh, Sky's place. All these guys are people that I deal with day in and day out. And uh, just, you guys got needs or something you want, you got a question you want answered. Uh, I've posted, I don't know, several different things on the site before that I'll strip right out of all data and I'll just do a copy and paste and put it up there. It's it's not a big thing. Yeah, I didn't you realize know, We're here you... to help. We're not here to push. Um you know, I'm a I'm a, an XJ guy, and and uh, always have been, always will be. Uh, something about wheeling a unibody and watching the doors not close after you flex real good. <laughs> you know, it's exciting. Um, no, mine's not red, uh, but you know, hey, life goes on. Oh, this is like I posted earlier today. Aren't they all really red underneath? <laughs> they could be. They could be. Could be. But I don't know uh, if you saw but, the post I made in the the great green XJ thread. Maybe. So you had made a post something to the effect of, um, I like brown, I like the dark oh, yeah. colors, I like I like Jeep. any of those colors. Well, I posted a picture of my Jeep underneath that going, hmm, brown, woodsy, green? That's right. How's That's this? Right. Yeah, that camo. I, yes, I, I, I still say I'd like to have a digital camo wrap on mine, you know, if the paint got real bad on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, digital camo would look really cool. You want to hear a cute story about the camo? Sure, go right ahead. I'm colorblind. Everybody knows that. Everybody online knows that. You should. If not, yes, I am colorblind. I do not do wiring. I don't do electrical. So when I did my fan thing today, yes, I had somebody point out wires to me. But anyway, uh, my wife had come up to me one day and she said, hey, man, you know, we ought to paint the Jeep. It's looking kind of kind of sour right now. And I said, okay, fine. And she says, I'll go get the paint. And I said, cool. So she went down and got the paint. The kids and I on a Saturday went out there and we masked off the Jeep. Came home from church on Sunday, handed each one of the kids a can of paint. I lit the barbecue, and they painted the Jeep, and that's the way it came out. (laughs) 
and it makes no difference to me. It looks good. That's how the Jeep became camo. Wow. I don't know. I don't have any concept of being colorblind. I think there's some stuff on on the internet that you can um, see what uh, the colorblind people see or don't see, or how they see it. I should say it's uh, you know it's it's one of those things, and I'm probably not the worst uh, that you can be. Um, and my colorblindness was actually caused by an accident. It's not from birth. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and uh, so you know, yes, I do remember what colors look like. I do remember what certain colors are. You know, if somebody says, "Oh, that's really green," yes, I can picture in my mind that color, but my eye doesn't see it. Did it uh, put you off certain foods that this didn't look right anymore? <laughs> no, I still love green beans. I still love okra. Um, you know, uh, sorry, spinach. I'm right there. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah, it does look kind of funny when you're looking down at these little gray things in your bowl. It's you know. <laughs> Is it uh, is it the fried okra or the I don't know what they call it, kind of a, the soupy okra? I like pickled okra, stewed okra, fried okra, pretty much all of it. Yeah, because I'm there with you on the fried okra. But like <laughs> like I've been telling people, I think you could fry a doorknob and it would still taste good. Well, I I, uh, I got hooked on pickled okra. Um, I went to visit some relatives of mine in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, which is uh, just south of Oklahoma City. And uh, all of a sudden, we hear these big sirens going off. And I'd never in my life been in a tornado before. Never. And these sirens go off, and uh, Gramps looks over and says, Yeah, we've got to get to the storm cellar. So we all run out back, and we open up the doors, and we go down to the storm cellar. And, uh, you know, it's kind of dark down there. you got a little punch light on, and uh, we're just sitting there. And all of a sudden, everybody hears this pop noise. And I'm like, <laughs> that was a little loud. Well, I found out where Grandma kept her pickled beets and pickled okra. <laughs> I basically ate through the tornado. I figured if I was going, I was going happy and full. <laughs> That's great. I'm a big boy. I like to eat. So, so did you get the? Because I was going to ask you about that. If uh, if they'd ever seen a tornado there, because uh, you know, being in Tornado Alley, did you see a tornado while you were there, or did you just two of them? Wow. I'd never been in a tornado before in my entire life. Uh, I lived in Southern California. I've uh, I've shaken and had earthquakes with the best of them. Uh, which I really feel for Wayne because uh, I tell you what, an earthquake to me is is really scary because you can't predict it. You don't know when it's coming. You don't know how long it's going to last. And uh, yeah, it'll it'll make you stripe your rompers in a hurry. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I'll uh, take a hurricane because you can tornadoes. I tell you, uh, like I said, never been through one of those. Been through blizzards, whiteouts, all that. But uh, when you hear that roar and that rumble, and it sounds like a freight train is just fixing to go over the top of the house, and it's still a half a mile away. No, that's uh, nope, no thank you. Don't want one. That's interesting. I, I didn't know they were that loud that far away. Uh, I tell you, I, it, it may not have been a half a mile, but man, it sure it was loud. Well, it scared me to death. I, I would like to think that it was a half mile away and that loud. If I was in that in that situation, then. <laughs> well, this is when we're still, you know, up in the house and whatnot. And the sirens were going off, and you just hear this big, huge rumbling, noisy. Oh man. Oh, see, I didn't know that's how it worked. I thought there was just, hey, there's one on the ground. You guys need to be aware of it. Well, let's let's saunter down to the to the pickled beets and uh, stuff and and wait uh, for nobody, it. Nobody nobody was really sauntering in that. No, case. Uh, no, not if you, you know, can hear it coming. You, you're not sauntering. I'm, I'm six four, three hundred pounds, and to be quite honest with you, uh, I pretty much look like a uh, scared seven year old schoolgirl running. <laughs> no problem. Well, at least you could uh, you could. Uh, Get that fear out of your head by uh, enjoying the food. 
Did you did you enjoy the uh, the pickled okra before? Or do you do you think that I've never had it before? Do you think that terror was <laughs> is now a comfort food for you? Uh, <laughs> you know, it very well could be. I don't know. Uh, you try to find pickled okra here in, in California, and uh, people look at you like you want what? It's a very southern thing, I, I believe. They have absolutely no idea. Most people don't even know what okra is. Um, my wife refers to it as the hairy vegetable. Yeah. And uh, really doesn't like, she makes it for me, but it's not one of her favorite things to make for me. My dad would eat uh, would eat the uh, the fried okra. That's the only reason why I knew anything about it, because it wasn't something that was uh, very common. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have Luby's, uh, Wyatt's, the cafeterias, you know, where you the lions and you can pick what you want. Uh, I always love the cafeteria because you go in and, and it's ready. All you have to do is get it and sit down and eat it. Anyway, Luby's always had uh, the fried okra, and I, I was usually getting that and uh, really enjoyed the fried okra. Not so much the other stuff, but the other okra creations. Well, we, we do have, uh, you know, the, the cafeterias are here. A lot of people call them smorgasbords, or depending upon where you're at. You know, you just walk in, you go through the big long line with your tray and grab whatever you want. But, um, you know, pickled okra, nothing you're going to find. Catfish, it's not happening. Oh, really? Oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, my, my wife does catfish just absolutely perfect. In fact, we uh, have to go into our, our local Save Mart up here and uh, actually ask them to bring catfish in. Uh, because it's not something they normally stock. Um, and unfortunately, I don't have enough time to fish all the time that I want to, so I don't get as much catfish as I like to eat. Now, she's got to like the catfish. Oh, she loves catfish. I can't see how she anybody wouldn't like catfish. Catfish is very good. Well, I mean, she's a, she's a well, I wouldn't say native California girl. She's born in uh, Warren, Michigan. Uh, that's a whole other story. We won't go there right now. <laughs> um, but uh, she... Uh, she has done a, a wonderful job of uh, learning and uh, experimenting with uh, Southern-style cooking. And uh, she uh, she's mastered the red beans and rice, and uh, I'm really grateful for that. And uh, she's got the, the catfish down, fried and blackened. So, you know, she, she keeps my waist right, right where I like it. Uh, hush puppies with that catfish? Um, from time to time we get hush puppies. Oh, time to time. Not, not, you know, it's kind of a treat kind of thing. She still tries to keep me as healthy as possible. Well, that's a good sign. That means she wants you around. Well, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I just, you know, <laughs> I uh, when I was back in in Oklahoma visiting people, I was back there for three weeks, and uh, I gained probably twenty pounds. <laughs> so it was a good. It was a good visit then. <laughs> it was an awesome visit, but you know, I, I got to hand it to the women back there, and like, uh, you know, uh, Grandma, she she'd get up in the morning and. She'd be up at four making breakfast because there, you know, there had to be hot biscuits at every meal. And uh, after the breakfast dishes were done, she'd start cooking lunch because you, you had to have cobbler and for lunch. And then for supper, you'd have to have, you know, a pie or another cobbler or you know whatever it was. So I can't believe you didn't move. That's a long day. Yes, it is. That's a lot of work. Uh, we're back to the tornadoes again. That's why I wasn't moving. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't think they happen that often. And 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 the food is cooked every day. <laughs> that's true that's true no i'm uh i'm kind of a mountain guy i uh always liked the mountains like living in the mountains and uh i just uh i feel at home there i feel very comfortable you oh. know even with all the little things that we have uh that 
you know, most people would say, holy, how do you live with that, you know? Uh, I look out my back door in the morning, and I go out and sit down on the porch and uh, smoke a cigarette and drink a cup of coffee, and I've got four or five does walking within 20 feet of me. Um, but, you know, along with that comes the lions and the bears and all the other little friendly critters that hang out up there. Yeah, I guess it's like most anything. You uh, you learn where to go and what to do, and uh, everything uh, gets along, so to speak. I'm sure there's incidents when it doesn't, but for the most part, I'm sure it does. Otherwise, people wouldn't live there, or those creatures wouldn't be there for very long. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, uh, deer in town, they're not dumb. Uh, they know when hunting season is, and they know that you can't shoot them within town limits. Uh, so they come in and hang out in town. Smart and, asses. Uh, people actually feed them and name them. Um, uh, not that my wife would ever do anything like that, but uh, yeah. That's going to be a little depressing when they don't show up the next year, though. Yeah, well, this year uh, is one of those years, so. Uh, we, uh, we had one that, uh, his mother and his sister were killed on the street by a car. Uh, he had a big cut. And at that time, my, uh, our middle daughter was, uh, studying to be a veterinary and, uh, she took him in, sewed him up and we kind of raised him in his back pen. And then this doe came by and they baited each other for a while and boom, you know, she adopted him. Well, he grew up, uh, and his nickname, her name was Scar, and he ended up being, oh, about an eight-pointer last time I saw him. But, I mean, he was just as docile as your dog. Mm-hmm. He'd walk right up to you, and, you know, you could pet him and feed him and everything else. And uh, this year he didn't come back. So I'm assuming he's probably somebody's jerky someplace. Well, that's what happens. I mean, Oh, yeah, it don't... don't bother me. It's it's a circle of life, trust me. Yeah, and at least he had a, you know, he was taken care of. and. Yeah. He uh, had a little enjoyment uh, as at the same time you guys did. So, Absolutely. So getting back to uh, Payless uh, 4x, well, actually, I'd like to know, if you don't mind talking about it, how's the boss doing? Your boss was uh, was injured here recently. <coughs> yeah, he, uh, he uh, had an argument with his backhoe. He got caught between the, the boom and the leg and uh, ended up uh, breaking five bones in his pelvis uh, on Sunday, the Sunday before Easter. And uh, on Thursday after that, um, they decided that they had to go in and do surgery on him. And uh, so they pinned and screwed and bolted all that up. And he went home on Saturday uh, so he could spend it with his wife and kids. And uh, I talked to him on the phone two or three times a day. So, you know, he keeps in touch with what's going on down here. Recovery's going along well. Um, Not supposed to be out of bed probably as much as he is, but just have to know Bill to know that he's not going to be just laying down in bed and waiting. Right. Um, he's a go-getter. I mean, he's a, he's an older guy, um, but uh, I, I'll put him up against any 30-year-old anytime, anyplace, anywhere. He just, uh, he's just that kind of guy. So they're expecting a full recovery? Yeah, yeah, he should be fine. Um, they're saying he's not going to, you know, won't be able to come back to work for, for three months. Um, but, uh, you know... It's going to be full recovery, but some of his hobbies may or may not uh, be able to enjoy to the fullest. Uh, you know, I don't know if he'll be able to do the snowmobiling anymore because of the jarring around of the snowmobile. Right. Same thing with horseback riding. Uh, he's an avid diver, scuba diver. Uh, and I, you know, he should be able to do that without any issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, he might lose a couple, but, uh, you know, he'll get most of it back. Might uh, might keep him to, keep him together longer in the in the long run. Yeah, 
Okay, very possible. I mean, he's he's very active. Uh, like I say, for his age, he is in. Uh, I just hope I'm in in that kind of physical condition when I get to be his age, mm-hmm. because he is uh, he's a go getter. He's a go getter. Been a wheeler for man, I can't even tell you. Uh, Probably what? close to forty, fifty years. A uh, Jeep guy or different? He's a jeeper. He's a he's a hardcore jeeper. He's got a forty six Willys. Uh, with a 302, uh, it's got a four-speed uh, four-speed in it, uh, and uh, actually uh, one of the first people to ever put a, a V8 inside of an old old Willys and uh, stuff 44s underneath it. Mm. In its day, it was it was quite the creation. I bet. And uh, very uh, very avid into uh, some of the different runs that that we have over here. Sierra Trek uh, is one of them. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Sierra Trek or not, but. It's a it's a run that we have here in California, and uh, he uh, he was very instrumental in, in keeping that thing going for many many years. Um, very uh, into the Butte County Search and Rescue, uh, and uh, has destroyed his Jeep a couple times with that, but always went back and put it all back together again. So, all in all, I think he's going to be fine. Um, right. Now, currently, our, our our shop rig, unfortunately, is a Toyota. I know everybody says boo now. <laughs> Um, but uh, we have a, a 94 Toyota uh, with all the, the Tom Long stuff on it, the dual cases and running 38-inch tires. And uh, he, he actually, it, it, he's 64 years old. He actually goes out and wheels it on rock courses. So there you have it. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's a, a real pretty area. I don't I don't blame you for wanting to live there in the, uh, the mountainous area. I've lived in the... Uh, Houston area, Southeast Texas area, all my life, and uh, that's one of the things that uh, always impresses me when we go to West Texas. Certainly, the the, the few times I've been to California, um, seeing things that are um, much bigger than the the mo hills that we have here in uh, in Texas, even in West Texas, very impressive, very uh, interesting scenery. And of course, it's nice to be able to go from uh, different environments. Just all you have to do is drive a little bit, and you can go from uh, seventy, eighty degrees to uh, you know, cooler, and I guess even freezing, depending on how high you go. Well, here we have, um, from where I live up into the High Lakes, uh, we call them the High Lakes. It's, it's actually an, an off-road area that it's legal for us to go into. Um, it's probably 45 minutes from my door to get to it. Uh, and, yeah, it can go from, say, it's probably 90 degrees in, in paradise. By the time you get up there and get into it, you're down in the 70s again. Uh, and as a matter of fact, right now, you really can't even get to it because it's still under about 10, 12 feet of snow. The, uh, the other thing is the Rubicon. Uh, I'm three hours away from the Rubicon. Um, Hollister, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Hollister or not before, uh, but we're I'm probably hour, two hours away from Hollister, maybe a little bit more. Uh, just Steve, correct me on the chat thing if I'm wrong there. Um, the uh, other side of the hill... Uh, if you were to take your hand and put your hand down on the thing and look at your fingers, uh, basically when we say the hill, there's different fingers that go up, okay? And each of these fingers is a, is a lava molten flow that's actually, you know, hardened over the years, and you drive up and down them now. But uh, Paradise is on one of them, uh, and then Forest Hills on another one, and then you have Cohasset uh, and the Ishi Wilderness, which I've not been up to, uh, as much as I'd like to, and Steve showed me some pictures of that. Uh, they like to go up and wheel up in the Ishi Wilderness, and 
if anybody knows the story of Ishii at all, last of his tribe, come on, somebody has to know that one. Uh, this is actually where Ishii, the last of his tribe, is from. And we have the Ishii Wilderness and, and uh, actual Indian graveyards and burials up in there that you can actually drive by and see when you're out on the trail. Uh, so getting to a trail from here, not a problem. That's not great. a problem. We have plenty of wheeling going on up here all the time. Yeah, that's one of the things that kind of uh, uh, rubbed me the wrong way. We were driving out into uh, uh, West Texas Bandera area, and there's so many beautiful places to take the Jeep, and there was fences everywhere. And uh, I wasn't familiar with the area, and there may have been way to or places to go, but just from where I was on the uh, the small, I won't call them freeways, but the small two-lane roads we, that we were on, there was no way to get to it. It was all fenced. I couldn't believe there's there must be billions of dollars of fences in, uh, that were put up in Texas. Kind of, kind of sad to have a capable vehicle and not be able to take it for you, wherever you want to see. Well, anytime you, you want to come up here, I'll, I'll, I'll make it have a workout. Well, that's just, that's just it. I can't take my Jeep to California, can I? Why not? It's not. It wouldn't be legal in California. Doesn't matter. You can come here to visit. Oh, can you? Does, oh, yeah. yeah. But that was one of the things I wondered about. I thought, no, you know, no, I, no. now I've, I've, I've fenced myself in by doing these things because it's not legal. And, no, you know, unless, like, you, unless you were actually going to become a resident of California, okay, then no big thing. You uh, can drive through good. here anytime you want to. I had not checked on it, but I was I was concerned about that. I thought, you know, now now I get this thing all set up the way I like it, and I'd like to go here and there. And you no, know. no you, you can bring it in here. You, I mean, you just drive it right in, just like you would any other vehicle. Um, you know, nobody nobody stops and checks and says, okay, this this this. The only time that you would have to do a smog inspection, and we don't do vehicle inspections here in California. Okay, um, I completely agree with vehicle inspections uh, simply because of the fact that there are so many people out there driving around the brakes don't work the, you know steering wheels in the back seat um, so I, I do agree with those because a vehicle should be safe right but uh, no we don't do any of that here a smog inspection would only be if you decided to live here in the state of California uh, and you can go as far in this state uh, and I've, I've heard of this happening but you can carry dual license plates on your vehicle. And if you're a resident of Texas and California, you could run both plates uh, on your vehicle. And as long as you pass California smog, you're golden. Interesting. Well, good, because I do that with several states. I've had looked at some of the lift laws, and uh, I think uh, Utah is pretty bad about mud flaps. And um, there's there was some, some really interesting things that I had read. Uh, I'm, I think there's some states out there that you can't go over two inches or three inches above stock. And, and I thought somebody the most, on the forum the other day was saying something about that, that they, anything over two inches is illegal. Uh, I just, I found that very crazy because here, um, and again, I wish I had more pictures that I could post up because nobody out there, I'm sure sees what I see. And then, you know, Steve and, uh, Nismo, uh, can vouch for me that when you leave the town of Chico where I'd say one in every ten cars is a wheeler and you go up to Paradise, Megalia, Sterling City, Forest Ranch, it's probably eight in every ten cars is a wheeler. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and, you know, people say, well, you know, how come you don't get pulled over for mud flaps or how come you don't get harassed for this, that, and the other thing? Is, well, I live in Paradise. Yeah, they'd be busy all the time. You know, 
oh yeah, they, there's no way. And <laughs> to be honest with you, um, I actually wheel with four guys that are on the Paradise PD, and they have some of the most awesome rigs that you would ever ever imagine. Yeah. I mean, they just lead me around by the nose on a regular basis. Uh, now we do have uh, one particular California Highway Patrolman uh, that uh, doesn't like wheelers <laughs> and uh, likes to pull us over when we're on Skyway. Uh, it's it's kind of a thing where you shoot Skyway uh, as quickly as possible without breaking the speed limit and drawing attention to yourself because if this one particular lady is there, uh, guaranteed you get pulled over. Yeah, she but, don't like wheelers. Uh, there's, there's something wrong with that. And she'll get you for anything she can, from mud flaps to uh, you know whatever. And that this just her thing. And yeah, there's something seriously wrong with that because she has nothing better to do, but. It's the way it is. Yeah, I understand. It's abuse of power. So and there you have it. Mm-hmm. So, well, was there anything else that you wanted to cover about uh, uh, Payless Four uh, by? I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to gloss over that because, uh, like I said, I was really impressed. Well, I mean, with I, just, I want to invite everybody out there that if if they have a need, uh, give me a shot at it. You know, no matter what it is, and, and I know a lot of you guys have, have emailed me and, and, and so forth and so on, and I think I've been pretty straight with everybody. Uh, you know, if you say, hey, can you beat this price, and I can't beat it, I'm going to be up front. That's just the way I am. Uh, no, I can't. You know, buy it. You know, if you can get it that cheap, buy it. Uh, if I can beat that price, I'll let you know, you know, uh, and just anything under the sun, don't be afraid to ask. You know, if you think it's crazy or, you know, hey, I, they don't make that anymore, um, you'd be surprised what uh, what's here. How do you prefer to be contacted? Would you rather have a phone call, an email, or a private you message use, on the board? You can use the 800 number. You can email me, uh, private message on the board. I try to keep Next Day Talk up most of the day, uh, just off and on. Just, you know, say hi to people or, you know, old Jim. He says hi every once in a while. And of course, Bear, you know, uh, so, you know, I try to hang out and, and just say hi to these guys that I, you know, have become friends with, I guess. You could say that. And, uh, you know, so however they want to do it. So uh, I'm good with it. So uh, it's, uh, if you guys don't already know, uh, I'm sure you do. But anyway, it's Payless four-wheel drive. And um, uh, Mark goes by Payless 4X or 4 by. And like you said, he's on the site most of the day. So you can uh, send him a private message or uh, you can call him at their 800 number. And uh, ask for him. It's uh, 800-345-4294. 800-345-4294. What hours are you there, Mark? Uh, well, of course, California time, but I'm here from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. So 8 to 6 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. Well, Mark, thanks a lot. I think the interview went really well, and I uh, hope the guys enjoy it, and I hope they uh, start using you a little more and finding out the the, the great deals and great parts that uh, I know I got whenever I rebuilt my um, NP242. There you go. <laughs> Fun transfer case right there. <laughs> well, thanks again. Not a problem. I enjoyed it. And uh, like I say, you guys need something, just... Want to say hi? Give me a call. 800 number is free to you. Call me.
And there you have the uh, interview with uh, Mark. And uh, as we said there on the, the tail end of the interview, you can reach him at the 800 number or uh, you can uh, PM him, which uh, is a private message. Uh, if you're an xjtalk.com member, you can just send uh, Mark a, a private message. And uh, his uh, name on uh, xjtalk.com is payless4x, which is actually a payless space for and then the letter X. It is not case sensitive, so you don't have to worry about that. So anyway, um, as I was uh, putting in the chat room during the uh, the playing of the interview, I'll uh, have uh, the various ways that you can contact uh, Mark in the show notes. And if you're not familiar with the uh, the podcast um, that is available uh, after the live show, it is at uh, podcasts.xjtalk.com and also available on iTunes. So the show notes should be available at both of those locations. If you're not an xjtalk.com member, I uh, encourage you to to uh, you know join up. It's free, and you know you can interact with people. You can interact with Mark and uh, uh, Rini, our moderator. Uh, Rini is uh, Argonard's uh, real uh, first name, uh, but he goes by uh, R. Goodnard, R. G. U. I. G. N. A. R. D. And uh, he's uh, a moderator on xjtalk.com and actually moderating the uh, chat room tonight for us. So thank you very much for that, Rini. Um, we have a, uh, a new person that uh, came in from uh, our Facebook uh, account, which is, um, God, what is that? Let me just play this because I don't remember. I just I have it all set up where I just go there. But uh, here, I'll play this about our Facebook and Twitter account. Did you know that xjtalk.com is on Facebook? Just go to facebook.com slash xjtalk and friend us. We're also on Twitter, twitter.com slash xjtalk. Wow, it doesn't get much much simpler than that. So it's just facebook.com slash xjtalk or uh, twitter.com slash xjtalk, which I'm sure you can just, if you're already on Twitter, you can just do a at xjtalk and uh, send us messages. You know, I've, I've learned this is the first time I've worn a hat while doing the show, and I keep hitting the little uh, uh, call sign flag here on the mic boom. So I may have to do like the kids do and put the uh, hat to the side or turn it all the way around. No, I'm not going to do that. Hey, there's XJ Rat. Thanks for uh, joining us. Um, Glad you could uh, jump in for the uh, head count, so to speak. I think we've got about three times more people on the show this week. And uh, it's that's my fault. I haven't been recording uh, shows uh, with uh, with guests. I've just kind of been winging it. Last week was the, uh, what are you going to do when you're evacuating with your Jeep and the, the unruly mob is trying to take it away from you? <laughs> I think it scared some people. <laughs> but it's a concern that I have because of what I went through with the uh, with the past hurricane uh, threat that we had uh, with Hurricane Rita, just the one right after Katrina. But uh, if uh, if you haven't uh, thought about that as far as what what would you do if you were evacuating with your Jeep or even in any kind of uh, emergency situation, I uh, I urge you to go and uh, have a listen to that uh, that past podcast. That was last week's show, so I think that would be episode twenty two. 
I'm not used to saying the episodes because uh, I wasn't going to do that, but it seems like everybody's everybody's podcast, they, they say, hey, this is episode blah, blah, blah. So uh, this is episode 23, I think. <laughs> this is a this is a professional gig. You could tell. So uh, anyway, that's our Facebook. Uh, that's our Twitter. Uh, I did I did mention. I'm not sure if uh, everybody was here at the time. Uh, you can call in um, your questions, comments to our um, 24 hour a day, seven day a week voicemail line, and that's five three zero six seven five four one zero two. 530-675-4102 and chances are good uh, we'll uh, use your voicemail on the show and then we can answer it or uh, just listen to your feedback or you know uh, make comment on your comment if you'd rather just uh, send an email just send uh, a message to comments at xjtalk.com love to hear uh, any feedback if you have uh, things about the show that you don't like that we can approve, um, you know, I, I personally would love to hear it because I'd like to build an audience and, uh, you know, basically give you guys something that you really enjoy. So um, that's about it for uh, this show. And uh, want to thank you for uh, showing up, for those of you that did show up. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed uh, Mark's interview. And now you know you have another resource for Jeep parts. Again, uh, check the show notes for all of Mark's uh, contact information. And uh, check xjtalk.com for friendly people and lots of information about Jeep Cherokees. Hopefully next week we'll have a, another interview. I don't have anything scheduled at the moment. Uh, in fact, if uh, you've got something you'd like to say about Jeeps, just like the talk, give me a, uh, just uh, send me an email, uh, Tony at xjtalk.com or Mutteroy at xjtalk.com. It, uh, you don't have to have anything special to say. Uh, it, it could be just as much as uh, getting to know you better and uh, the things that you do with your, uh, with your Jeep. Everybody's important here just like they are on xjtalk.com. So guys, until next week, next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Time, we'll uh, see you then and hopefully see you on the site. Have a very good evening and the rest of the week.
just wanted to say XJ Talk is the best fucking site in the fucking world. And if you think you know of a better fucking site, fuck you. By the way, this is Big Jim 350. Bye. Okay.